all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Healing. Signs, wonders, and miracles. Signs, wonders, and miracles. Is there anything mysterious about that? Is that... I got a special report. I want to continue, and I, this was not going to be a continuation of what I talked about with, about size and wonders. But I just want to—I uh, got a little say so, and I got a little, you know, advice and an article I want to read to you about healing. Now, you want more uh, in-depth teaching on healing and this uh, our healing and miracles. For today, hmm. Let's let's get into that. Uh, but I just want to. I'm not going to do no teaching. I'll do a lot of Bible verse by verse teaching on here. Uh, Body of Christ, real talk. This is Body of Christ, real talk. It's time for some real talk. Okay. I done a uh, a previous podcast on signs and wonders, uh, saints. Hello, everyone. How you doing this morning, this afternoon, this evening? Buenas noches, buenas tardes, buenos dias, español. How you doing this morning? Hola. This is a quick bulletin I want to talk about. I want to get into uh, the hope. That's better than healing. I want to talk about a better hope than healing. I got into the signs and wonders and stuff like that, you know. Like I said, if you want to get some teaching on that, I'm going to do a series on connecting the dots. It's not set up yet, but because I have to do some in-depth studying and some in-depth Bible, you know, some real deep in-depth Bible study because I I want to be scriptural and versely correct when I do that teaching because it's going to open up a lot of eyes and hearts of the, the truthfulness and what's going on with signs and wonders and why signs and wonders is not happening like they did in time past. And there is an answer to that. And the only way you can get that answer is through the word of God, is through the Bible. Okay. So the Bible will interpret itself. And I like to say that the Bible will interpret itself. I'm sitting here comfortable now. I'm an off day, thank God. So I'm in my um in my room now, you know, doing this podcast. And so you might hear the heater come on, or you might hear other distractions, whatever like that. But I am in my room, and it's not really room proof for doing podcasts and stuff like that, you know. But I am in my room, so I'm going to try to do this real fast. And I'm going to uh, after this one, I'm going to get into my twenty hot topics. 
topics. I got probably about, what, 16 or 17 more hot topics I want to talk about. So I want to get into that in my next uh, future coming up podcast. But right now, I just I just add a little something on signs and wonders. I want to talk about a better hope than healing. I'm going to read an article uh, from this, this brother of mine named Justin Johnson, which makes a lot of sense. And then I'm I'm going to elaborate on that, and I'm going to give my opinion on that, or give my, you know, uh, you know, not so much advice, you know, on that. But I'm going to just talk about things that's you know that's be relevant into this article. Now this article is from Justin Johnson, and it's titled "A Better Hope Than Healing." You don't have to agree with this, you know, but at least you know. You know, just listen to what this young man is saying, you know, as far as that. When I when I uh, give you articles with different people and different things like that, I just want you to just listen to them or just, you know, not so much you need to follow them or you need to agree with them because I'm going to have different teachers and different people on here that you might disagree with, but that's okay. You know, I don't need no bad mail or anything like that, but I need your honest opinion. What you think about this is okay. We don't have, we can agree to disagree we're going to agree to disagree but what i'm make sure you have some scriptures to back it up don't go by your feelings and don't go by your experience let me say that again before i get started when you're talking back and forth or debating with someone please someone excuse me please don't base your truth and facts on your feelings and experience over the word of God, because it's not going to go far with me, and it's not going to go far with a real Bible believer that's really trying to get God's word correctly to others, because it's about other people, it's not about you and I, it's about other people, so we can we can debate and disagree all we want to, but make sure we just lead the people, these people to scriptures, and you can break them down in context in the right way, we all need to learn, we know we all need to rightly divide God's word. When it comes to different topics, and when it comes to different subjects, especially whether it's about signs and wonders, whether it's about healing, speaking in tongues, you know, whether it's about tithing, baptism, denominations, we need to be scripturally and, and scripturally correct in our pitch and everything. We need to be scripturally correct, you know. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. <laughs> hey, little baby, you always laughing, but you're sweet though. I love you. <laughs> we need to be scriptural. We let baby laughing because I'm flipping over my words, and I do that. I do that, but I'm going to get it together and get it right, so you can understand what I'm talking about. You understand? Know but anyway, I'm going to read this article, and uh, by Justin Johnson. Then I'm gonna get. I'm gonna elaborate. That's the word I was looking for. I'm going to elaborate and give you my opinion, what I feel, not only on the article, but what I feel. Uh, about this topic, about there's a better hope than healing. So let me read this by Justin Johnson, so you can understand what I'm saying. He reads this, Christians have abandoned their most powerful source of comfort and hope for the sick and dying, hope in the Lord. More and more, the popular Christian response to the sick and dying is to pray for healing. Then I'm going to get congested every time I start to talk. I don't know. I believe it's something when I start, I get congested. So if you hear me, uh, you know, sniffing and, you know, it's not so much, you know, something. My nose gets stuffy. It happens every time I get to talking. I get congested. I don't know what that is, but it's aggravating. It always bothers me when I start to talking about something truthful. Not when I'm talking crazy anything or 
something silly. That only happens when I'm just trying to teach the word of God. I don't know if it's something with that or not, but it's, it's you know, if, if you notice on my podcast, I don't do it purposely, but I start getting congested and my throat start getting clogged up for some reason when I'm trying to teach. It can be an attack. It can be whatever like that. Maybe the position, the way I'm standing on my body or something like that. But, you know, that, that happens sometimes, you know, and that, that text message with that sound came right on time because that's what I feel like sometimes when I'm trying to get God work, get God's word out there, you know. Okay. More and more, the popular Christian response to the sick and dying is to pray for healing. Okay, that's true. They say God has done it before. Why not now? Now, this is a dispensational question and can only be answered adequately by a dispensationalist. When someone is sick and dying, it may not be the right time for a dispensational Bible study. They need hope. Okay, what what Justin is saying right here, remember I'm reading out an article, you know, I'm, I'm quoting. And what Justin, I believe he's saying here, when a person is really sick or dying, the last thing they need to hear is, well, the reason this per, your, your your aunt or your dad or your husband is not going to, might not get healed because God is not doing healing today. That's the last thing a person needs to hear. This is not a time for a dispensational, rightly dividing teacher or why they might, they might not get healed or they might not receive their miracle. That's not the right time. So grace teachers, you know, and even myself, we need to remember that because at that time, and even in in a sad time in our lives, we need hope. We need hope. We need to pray together. We need to be strong. So I understand what he's saying on that. Okay, let me continue. Hope in the Lord has been replaced with hope in healing. Mm, is that true? Hope in the Lord has been replaced with hope in healing. You know, while there are claims of healing miracles, which for the purpose of this article, we will not dispute. So this article is not disputing about people that claim they had miracles. This article is not about that, okay? The truth remains that the majority of people that need a healing fail to get one. Let me read that again because this is true. The truth remains that the majority of the people that need a healing, a healing fail to get one. Now, if you look in your heart and you look around your surroundings that's close to you, I'm not talking about people you heard on articles or television on YouTube that got some type of miracle healing. I'm talking about around your own surroundings, around your families, or around people you know. You, If you're honest with yourself, you know the majority of the time, the people prayed for healing. I'm not saying all prayed for healing. You know, it did not happen. They did not get one. They did not get one. You know, I'm getting to that later, what I mean by that. You know, this, this is, uh, let me continue to read. For divine healing to be a source of reasonable comfort and hope, it must work more than rarely. Now, this is divine healing. Divine healing doesn't hope sometimes. It doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't help sometimes. It helps all the time, divine healing. If, you, if you're looking for the divine healing that happens in the times of Jesus and stuff like that. The truth remains that the majority of people that need a healing fail to get one. I read that, okay? For divine healing to be a source of reasonable comfort and hope, it must work more than rarely. Sometimes, or even half the time, it must be certain all the time. Without this sort of certainty, healing turns into a divine lottery where you can submit your request, but there is a high chance it will not be answered. Wow, that's big. That's very serious. Let me read that again. For divine healing 
To be a source of reasonable comfort and hope, it must work more than rarely, sometimes, or even half the time. It must, in other words, it must, it, must, it, must, it must happen all the time for divine healing. It must be certain all the time without this sort of certainty. Healing turns into a divine lottery where you can submit your request, but there is a high chance it will not be answered. Hope and healing destroys faith in God when it fails to happen. Mm. Disillusionment. This disillusionment. Boy, my pronunciation is bad. Disillusionment with God and the Bible quickly follows if, if hope is not in the Lord. That's why I cannot be no orator and reading the Bible all the way through because my pronunciation just gets pretty bad at times and everything, you know. I'm just not a good pronunci pronunciation person and everything. So that's why I just say things the best way I can or I just leave it alone. <laughs> I just leave it alone. But he makes a point there. You know, this is real talk. I'm being real. I ain't trying to be no orator or nothing like that. I'm just speaking the best way I can speak and pronouncing the best way I can pronounce. So bear with me, saints. This is real talk. But what I believe, when he says divine healing to be a source of reasonable comfort and hope, it must work more than rarely sometimes. In other words, it must work all the time. If you hear that heater, excuse me. Remember, I said I'm around a heater and stuff like that, so it might be kind of loud. Without this sort of certainty, healing turns into a divine lottery. Wow, that means it's just like playing a lottery. You taking a you taking a chance or you throwing a dice for healing. You know, if you're looking for that type of healing today, when it comes to divine healing, it's like throwing a lottery ticket out there. That's why I said before, some people get healed for one way, reason or the other, from God or from whatever purpose or from medicine or whatever like that, and some people don't. And I'm beginning to why. Well, you can submit your request, but there is a high chance it will not be answered, okay? Now, he talks about hoping healing destroys faith in God when it fails to happen. I talked about that before when I was talking about signs and wonders. It kills a lot of people's faith when they pray for certain They've been praying for so long that mothers died, dads died, husbands died, kids got killed, kids died. And they blame God, and they blame the church and everything, and it brings delusionment and everything with God, and they start doubting God. And I talked about that earlier in my previous podcast. What hope is there in healing if our hope in Christ is only for life then? Okay. Okay. Then it reads, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable, you know. A certain hope. There is a better hope than healing. Now, here's the punchline. This is what he's trying to get by, get, get to us today. There is a better hope than healing. For a true and certain God-given hope, Christians should turn to the apostle of hope. Okay? Paul speaks more about hope than any other writer in the Bible. Let me read this again. Paul speaks more about hope than any other writer in the Bible. Okay, talking about the apostle Paul. Continuing, quoting, hope and healing is misplaced. Oh, yes, it is big time. Hope and healing is misplaced. The hope Paul speaks about is in the Lord Jesus Christ, who through his grace gives an everlasting hope. Now, he's going to give 
know several reasons why we should put our faith and hope not so much in healing on this earth our faith and hope which is better okay this is he gives scripture i'm not going to read all the scriptures you can write these scriptures down please write them down if you can if not just go over the podcast again i'm going to say them you know kind of slowly so you can get them on this is his reason why he believes hope is better than reaching for healing all the time on this earth okay hope of eternal life that's a good reason find it in titus one and two hope of resurrection you can't beat that that's first thessalonians form 13 that's better than healing hope of glory you'll find it in romans 8 and 18 then you got the hope of a redeemed body man i'm get to that redeemed body because man you know I'm going to get back to that. Hope of a redeemed body. You'll find it in Romans 8, 23 and 24. Hope of a short and light affliction. You'll find it in 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18. 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18. Hope of salvation. You'll find it in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 8. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 8. Hope of consolation. You'll find it in 2 Corinthians 1 and 7. 2 Corinthians 1 and 7. Hope of the Lord's return. You'll find it in Titus 2 or 13. Titus 2 or 13. Now, I'm going to stop right there because remember, this is really a teaching for the believers. This is really a teaching for the saved, you know, for the saved. So I'm going to leave this article for part of my teaching in Connecting the Dots. I just want to give you a taste right there. And I kind of went too far there because I don't want to miss, uh, I don't want to, confuse the unsaved because I don't like I don't like to get deep in the deeper things of what these scriptures mean because you're spiritually the ones that's not saved is spiritually dead. You need to be quick and your spirit needs to be made alive. So if you spiritually are dead you'll just be curious and guessing what I'm talking about. So I'm not going to get into that. But so right now I'm sorry but I'll talk to the believer on this podcast for now. I'm talking to the believer. Then I got a message for the unsaved that's listening to this. But for the believer, go to those scriptures. I advise the believers, not the unbelievers, the believers, the ones that's in the body of Christ that go to those scriptures I talked about. Titus 1 and 2, 1 Thessalonians 4, 13, Romans 8 and 18, Romans 8, 23 and 24, 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 8, 2 Corinthians 1 and 7, and Titus 2 and 13. This is for the saved, the born and the body of Christ. I was trying to say born again, but I'm going to, but it's okay to say that. You know, you know, it's it's okay. But the body of Christ, the body of Christ, the new creatures in Christ. That's what I mean. Okay. Every hope here is certain for the believer who trusts in the gospel of Christ. For the believer, not the unbeliever. And as hope in the Lord, all we must do is wait for it. Okay. I'm going to stop right there because I don't want to make this real long. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday there's only one road into key west but you won't believe where it can take you travel back in time to a city rich with history discover amazing artists and musicians taste seafood fresh off the boat or just kick back and soak up the island vibe 
For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. So, according to Justin Johnson, if you want to hear more about Justin Johnson, outstanding writer, dividing teacher, you know, from Grace Ambassadors, you'll find him on Grace Ambassadors for the Believers, you know, want to know about Justin Johnson. I have a lot of other uh, teachers that I listen to, you know, and I collaborate with Foss email and stuff like that, that can help you as much as me. And they're more, you know, a biblical and deeper than me when it comes to the Bible and everything. I get a lot of my teaching and my learning from them, and I just add on with what the Bible says. You, the best teaching you get is from the Bible. That No doubt about that. The best learning you can get is from the Bible when you become a Christian. For uh, I'm talking about believers. I know I keep saying it, but I just want to make sure the unbelievers know I'm talking to the believers. You don't have to tone out. I want you to listen because this, 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 these benefits and this hope can also be for you as well. You know, unbeliever, will you accept Christ in your life? You know, believing in his death, burial, resurrection. But right now, I'm just talking to the believers. This message is to the body of Christ in general, okay? You can go to church, and you can you can have a religion. You can go to church every day. That does not mean you are in the body of Christ, okay? It does not mean you are part of the body of Christ. You know, remember, that's my text message. It's not part of my radio podcast, but it's my text message that's coming in when you hear that. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. All right. Um, so, what do you think about that? What was just, uh, I just quoted from Justin Johnson. Oh, this congestion. And what do you think about that? You know, I'm going to tell you this much. I understand the pain that people go through when their loved ones die or their loved ones loved ones are sick. And I'm talking about the church and now the body of Christ. And they are in the church that tells them that, you know, all you have to do is pray this way, you know, and I'm talking sincerely now because this is real talk. All you have to do is pray this way and all you have to do is believe this, you know, or they'll tell you, you know, this person passed away or they're still, still, still sick because you don't have enough faith. That hurts. That hurts. And you have to start measuring faith. And then you have to say, how do I know if I got enough faith or not? Do I feel, how do I know? Do I go by a feeling or do I go, how do I know I'm confused? You know, I keep praying and praying. I really, a person is sincerely, let me talk about the sincere person is really praying for healing and stuff like that. Now, I know I talked about signing wonders and I said I was going to talk about healing later. This is it. You know, I'm going to give a little piece on that. And what do I do when I'm just praying and I feel that God is not answering my prayer. He did not hear my prayer. And I just, this person is getting worse and worse. And this is another Christian, you know. I thought the healing and all these miracles was for us, you know, today. I, I just thought that. And why God is turning his back. Well, the first thing I want to say about that, you know, that's the misconception of healing and miracles of time past and the kingdom program and today are these for believers you know all i can say is about that you know it is not god and i know a lot of a lot of people blame god you know a lot of people blame god or they blame you know they doubt him when things does not happen 
the way they thought it would because they was taught that way. Now, they could say they read it in the Bible. Yes, they read it in the Bible, but they didn't understand rightly dividing about healing and miracles at the time. They was taught that all the things that happened in the past when it came to healing, even Jesus' ministry, the four Gospels, was for us, the body of Christ today. Okay, let me say that again. We was taught. We was taught past tense because we we was brought up in the denominational church and mainly these churches, Pentecostal, Holiness Church, Charismatic churches and churches like that. We was taught that healing was for us today. We are entitled to the same type of healing and gifts just like the uh, apostles was back in Jesus' ministry and the book of Acts. So we suppose or we deserve or we are in we inherit that type of healing for us today. That's the confusion today. I'm trying to make it plain to the church today. I'm trying to make it as plain, as simple as I can. I'm not going to read the rest of this article because I don't want to confuse the unbelievers. I want the unbelievers to get saved so they could be spiritually awakened and they can get a real deep spiritual understanding, I know. But what I'm saying to the believers now, this is very important. If you have been hurt, you know, because you have lost a loved one, or you might be sick. You might have some type of ailment, whether it's diabetes. You know, it doesn't matter how you get it. Whether some people inherit it, some people do it because of bad eating and sugar, stuff like that, you know. And whether, whatever way you never got healed, you're getting sicker. You know, you might be in the fourth stage, the last stage. You might have got some bad news. Or you might know somebody with cancer, or you might know somebody with autism, or you might know somebody getting, well, let's talk about physical ailments. Let's talk about that type of healing, physical healing. Or you might not know somebody that's been real sick or always, or have passed away recently for one reason or the other, recently. And you prayed. I'm not talking about the Sutherlands. And you prayed, and you prayed, and you prayed, and there's no answer. But you heard about Sister So-and-so, or you heard about this unsaved person was all of a sudden healed. They got better, and sometimes and and their ailments was 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 worse than yours or the person that you knew, but they wasn't even saved. But they got in your mind. You call it a miracle, and the way you looked at it, because you know a lot of us don't know the real definition of miracles. A lot of people just don't. I'm I'm just being real. A lot of people just don't when it comes to a miracle. You know, you compare the miracles what Jesus done compared to what people says miracles today that happened in their families. And I'm not I'm not putting them down. I'm not denying none of that. But, you know, you compare the type of miracles sometimes. Most of the time, it's not a miracle. It's just a healing. It's just the body. God made a body that's very amazing. You know, we get healed through medicines. We get healed to take care of ourselves. The body can do a lot of things itself that can produce some type of a false hope of a miracle, but it's just the body reproducing and stuff. But I ain't going to get into that because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. But what I'm trying to say, you know, what I'm trying to say, you know, be careful with that. But anyway, you know, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of people get doubtful because, they feel by them being a Christian, 
if anything, people in their family or themselves should be healed. Why the outside world seem like they they getting bad, they getting healed, you know, they they getting these so-called miracles or whatever like that, but it's not happening to us. There is a reason for that. And what the reason is, is those things are going to happen. It has nothing to do with God healing some people and God not healing some people. Let me say that again. It has nothing to do with God healing some and God not healing others. Or God doing miracles for some that you think is a miracle and God not doing miracles for others. God is not a cherry picker. God is not a cherry picker. It's just us. It's going to always fall on us. It's not going to never, it's not going to be God. It falls on us because our priorities of believing, uh, of being healed today, we are trying to use Israel's mail to work for us, the body of Christ, the church today. That's one of the big problems. Joe, what are you saying? God never promised the body of Christ that all we have to do is pray and believe and we shall be healed. He never promised that for the church today. Really? No. And you say, well, I read it in the Bible. You never wrote it in the teachings of Paul. Paul talks about healing, but he also say take some medicine for your affirmities or do this, take this type of wine for certain affirmities. Paul had many affirmities. Many affirmities. Epaphroditus was sick. Titus was, I mean, Timothy was sick. They never got healed. Now, earlier through Paul's ministry, he had the, uh, the, the gifts of the apostles of healing and miracles. And that was part of his gifts when it transferred over to the Gentiles. When God, you know, postponed all that from the Jews. When he postponed, you know, Jews' kingdom program, the signs and wonders started dying out slowly but surely. Slowly but surely, they start dying now. Now, talk to the church now. Talk to the church now. But unbelievers, you can listen. You know, you know, you could be taught that once you get saved. But I'm talking to the church now. You know, they start dying out. You know, and uh, all this you can find in the Bible. Like I said, I'm doing a, do a, a deaf teaching on the connecting dots with me, and I probably it's probably be a long series because it's very important. And I have other teachers on there that can get even go even more deeper. You know, than myself, you know, it's nothing like numbers, you know, when a lot of believers get together and we just get in the word of God and teaching a certain topic or subject, you know, to help us grow. But uh, let me digress wherever I was. (laughs) Let me digress. You know, we I hear people. mm, I know I'm going everywhere. I hear people talking about the kingdom program. Even when it comes to businesses, let's. This is the kingdom program. This is the kingdom church. Let's do this for the kingdom of God. And there's a lot of confusion in that. You know why? Because they're trying to bring something in the dispensation of the body of Christ that's not that's not part of the body of Christ dispensation. You cannot bring the kingdom of heaven program and hope, hopefully, and wish and wish that it will work today in this administration and this dispensation, if I could put it that way. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to stop right there because I cannot really explain this without getting too deep. And I know I get unbelievers listening to that and they, they confused. Even some believers are confused because they never heard this before. I understand that. I understand that. Like I understand that sound too, you know. <laughs> You know, it could be kind of ooh, mysterious. But anyway, 
I'm going to leave it at that. But what my point is, what I was reading this article by Justin Johnson is for the believer, hope is better than getting a healing today because our healing church is going to be in the future. A lot of the healing happened with Israel and the kingdom program happened instantly because that was part of their program, signs, wonders, healing, gifts, and stuff like that. That was a program of the kingdom of heaven church, the old gospel, the past gospel, I would say, with Israel's program, the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom, when you think of kingdom, remember this, church, when you think of kingdom, even if you're thinking about it today, you're going to have an issue, first of all, because whenever you bring up kingdom, you should have these signs and wonders and miracles happening with, happening with no problem in your life. You know, now, even back then in the kingdom program, they didn't happen with every uh, every believer. I'm not going to say Christian because, you know, they wasn't Christians then. That name Christian came up in Acts 11 and 13, you know, Acts 11 or in Acts 13 when they was called Christians at Antioch, you know, Christ followers. So I'm not going to call them past Christians because that Christians wasn't even named then back in time past. And even in Jesus day, there was no Christians. Christians was started in the Apostle Paul days. That name Christian came up. That's that's free of charge. OK, so when people talk, well, that happened to Christians time past. First of all, it wasn't no Christians time past there was disciples and later on they was called the way they was called followers of Christ you know Christ follows that's why they called them Christians you know and that was introduced I think it was Acts 11 or Acts I believe it was Acts 11 I might be wrong but look that up Acts 11 or Google it or Acts 11 Acts 13 they was called Christians then there wasn't Christians in the past but the believers and the disciples in the past was under the kingdom program signs wonders and miracles to prove that Jesus was a king he done a lot of healing for Israel the majority of Israel a few exceptions today we live by faith our belief is only believing in faith, believing in the teachings of God, what he's doing today. It has nothing to do with healing and miracles. Not saying we won't get healed, you know, but the signs and wonders does not work for us today because we're not under that program. Now, I'm not trying to put nobody down and say, oh, you could be wrong. I believe God. It's an article I want to read. I don't have it right now, and I'll probably read it later when I find this from Sean Brissot and this lady, this other lady was just, you know, was she believed that you know some miracles god does that even a, the, the uh, human eye cannot understand or comprehend that's happening in people's lives because that's a guess that's not biblical so that's just her opinion so we got to watch that even me we got to watch opinion if it's not lining up with scriptures you know because if god is going to do a miracle he don't have to hide it you don't have to keep it secret especially from believers okay so i kind of uh, rebuke that one not re i rebuttal that one right there let me just put it that way but anyway Hope for the believer today is what we need to be. Hope is very powerful. So our hope is in the heavenly places. Our hope is in the resurrection. Okay. Our hope is in ourselves. going to get back on this. The redeemed body. Don't you know, according to uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 15 and 51, we will have new changed bodies. We ain't got to worry about being healed because our healing, our perfect body is going to happen in the future for the church today. So a lot of us are going to be lame. A lot of us are going to be sick, you know, and, and in pain because of the, the dying of the creation, because of the curse that's on us in this dispensation. Well, you know, or all since uh, Adam, you know, 
is going to be on us. So we're going to suffer certain ailments. Paul and all on certain certain ailments and didn't get healed. My point is, let's keep our mind on hope, not so much on healing, because our healing is in the future. Okay? This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Okay? A little short article on a, bet, a better hope than healing. Hope is better than healing when it comes to the body of Christ. God bless you all. I love you all. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk. Now, for the ones that need to be saved, to give your heart to Christ, they're believing in his death, burial, and resurrection. His death, burial, and resurrection. Okay, it was a distraction coming in. A lot of people was coming in my, not my house, but in a, in a direction. So I had to stop right there. But I want to end it with that. Okay, let's keep our hope and hope. Hope in who? Hope in our future blessings and our future that's going to be with us, you know, that happens for us and our blessings for the body of Christ, okay? So that was just a nugget for the day. I hope you enjoyed that article. If you want to hear more from Justin Johnson, go to graceambassadors.com, graceambassadors.com, Justin Johnson for the believers and for the unbeliever. Give your heart to Christ right now, believing in his death, burial, and resurrection, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4, to quicken your spirit, your spirit will be made alive, and you can understand some of the deeper things that God God wants to show you and the Holy Spirit wants to show you. You must be saved first. God bless you all. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.